listening to India Chalo, a podcast where travelers relive their journeys across India, from the imaginary orchards and the majestic glaciers, the glittering Konkan coast and the Western Ghats, and everything that comes in between. The India Chalo podcast is here to uncover it all for you and give you, our listeners, a sneak peek into what India has to offer for your next trip. Stay tuned. Hello there fellow travelers. Namaste and welcome to a brand new episode of the India Chalo podcast. I'm your host Rohan. I'm so so excited that you all are here. Today we are visiting another destination in the heart of Himachal. We are visiting and taking you to Dharamkot which is a quaint little town that's uh, near Mekliyodganj which is one of the most popular destinations in Himachal and Dharamkot is slowly getting there in terms of the popularity and in terms of what travelers seek when they go to Himachal. So we talk about Dharamkot and all the activities that you could do there from treks, from waterfalls, from nearby cities that you can visit, from all the cafes, the good food and the wonderful people that you would encounter on this particular trip. My guest in this episode is Malay Varankar. Something about him is uh, he has been an avid traveler for the past eight years. He has a lot of experiences under his belt. And it was so great talking to him about his trip. And you could see the passion when he talked about uh, Dharamkot and his experience there because he went there for two days and then he ended up staying there for two months. And that was evident in the way he was talking about Dharamkot. He has covered most of India in the past eight years and Himachal has been his go-to place to travel. He has a dream to travel at least to 100 countries in the near future. So you can be sure that you are in safe hands with Malay Varankar and you can reach out to him on Instagram at The Mountain Guy. We'll link it in the show notes for this episode. And without further ado, here's Malay Varankar. I am here with uh, Malay Varankar. Malay, welcome to the India Chulo podcast. I'm so excited that you're here and looking forward to discussing your experiences in India on this episode with you. Hi, Rowan. It's it's uh, lovely to be here with you and it's good to talk about travel and what I do and, you know, some of my passion things with you. So that's a great opportunity. Thank you, Rowan, for uh, having me here. Absolutely. Great to have you. So before we begin, I would have introduced you before our interview begins. But uh, in your own words, why don't you describe where you're from, uh, what do you do and what made you travel uh, within India and what made you more passionate about travel? Uh, yeah, surely. So, uh, Rohan, I'm from a small city called Nasik. It's it's, uh, yeah. it's quite near to Mumbai. I shifted here around seven, eight years back in 2014. And I was like, this is a new city and there was nothing to do more. So, once a time when I had few of the, like, few of the days off, I plan to travel solo yeah i had nothing in my mind and it was just a random plan i booked a trek in himachal it's called a chandragani pass and that was the beginning of my travel in india so i went to himachal made new friends and that was the experience i always wanted to have so from that time from last eight years i have been traveling a lot to different places uh, you know solo with friends on motorcycle and it has been a lovely journey you know uh, traveling gives you that admin rush you need uh, from your hectic schedule and it's lovely to meet new people make new friends know new things try new cousins so that's how i started traveling and now i've been like travel a lot of in india and outside that's amazing so you're you're a true so a serial traveler so to say when uh, people talk about say that when people yeah, talk yeah. about all the experiences they had they have across india you have 
eight years of experience behind you. So you must have some. Yeah, yes, yes. Looking forward to dive dive into them with you. So, Malay, uh, uh, tell us what place are we talking about in this episode? Where are you taking us to today? Ah, uh, sure. So I have traveled like to most of the states in India. Yeah. But Himachal Pradesh got like it's a, it have my heart. It's a lovely place. I started my journey with that place, and I would like to take you to a destination which I discovered like one year back. It's it's called Dharampur. So, uh, if you want, I can just give you like how I planned for the destination. So it was like a random plan. I was here with my buddies one night. We were just chilling, and we were th- thinking that is a like Saturday Sunday. Let's go out to Lonavala. And one of my friends, she mentioned like, no, let's try something far. So out of nowhere, we uh, dis- like type Himachal and search for a place which is very un- very less unexplored. And Dharamkhet name came. to yeah. my uh, yeah search box it was like 10 minutes plan we booked like a, a hostel there and we booked a flight till chandigarh and we just went we had nothing in our mind about how the place would be yeah and it turned out to be a really amazing place it's a small village uh, above mcclodganj if you know it's like a dharamshala then there's mcclodganj and there's dharampur so it's like 2 kilometers from mcclodganj it's a lovely place with very less people i guess if you mean very less people is like not more than 100 150 people it's so oh. small it's so distributed in two parts is like upper dharampur and lower dharampur lower is all commercial with you know families and upper yeah. is bit tough to go because the roads are good but if not for the regular person to go there you need trekking and all that thing so it's a beautiful small place uh, in the heart of the mountains and that the hostel has stayed uh, is the last place uh, at that place and there are small cafes there are good treks there and i guess we can take more you know i can tell you more about as we go ahead in the episode absolutely so that's a wonderful description you gave of dharamkot it's a small quaint village and there are a lot of treks yeah. and uh, different activities so can't wait to dive into that yes. uh, but tell us what time of the year did you visit and how was the weather there and what would you recommend travelers which time of the year should they visit dharampur so i have visited it in all the time uh, yeah. like all the seasons so the first one when i went was uh, around august okay uh, and it was uh, when i went there it was quite cold it was around 4 5 degrees and quite pleasant okay. uh, i guess most of the country was facing rains that time and the city there was quite pleasant the next time i went there was in the month of uh, december okay uh, december january uh, such right and it was quite cold uh, it was around minus 5 to one minus 1 and you know you need to wear hot clothes and but it's quite good because uh, it doesn't snow that much in that particular place but it's quite cold uh, okay. the, uh, the air is strong but it's lovely and i guess i would recommend your audience to visit that place in somewhere around november because that's the most pleasant time you should visit that place so is it uh, is it a mix of uh, summer and a bit of winter is that the idea when it's transitioning between uh... uh not summer basically it's like spring and winter so okay. basically it's it started getting cold but not that cold that you can't survive so november time is something i should recommend got it and what is the peak uh, travel season if you know when you visited and there were a lot of travelers around was it november as well or do travelers visit around august or december so i i like to visit when there is very less crowd so the traveling season start from march because okay. uh, when we have a lot of uh, summer lot summer and lot of sun in the other parts of india people try to travel to himachal to get some relief so got most it. of the travel will 
start coming in after march till the rain starts right but for me it was like winter because i wanted to explore the place without having many people there wonderful okay so let's get started into the itinerary and dive a bit deeper into mm-hmm. it you mentioned you took a flight to chandigarh and yes. tell us about your journey after that so from chandigarh mm-hmm. what did you take did you take a bus or a taxi to dharamkot mm-hmm. and how do you reach there so uh, there are two ways if you're coming from the other part of india it's either delhi or yep. chandigarh and the third one if you can spend more is dharamshala airport Okay. But I can give you a disclaimer that Dharamshala Airport doesn't operate in some in in winter and like like it, it doesn't operate every day. There are flight delays and the weather things because of visibility. But the safest bet would be Chandigarh, which is around six kilo six hours from um, Dharamshala. Okay. So either you take a bus uh, or I took a bus one time. I took a cab uh, the second time. So by cab it takes around four thousand to five thousand for four people uh, till Dharamshala. or mcclodgan depends on the driver because the roads above mcclodgan are only meant for the himachalri drivers okay. uh, period yeah so if you are a driver from outside i would recommend that don't take the drivers because the roads are quite risky okay they are good but it's better not to uh, secondly if if you take a bus from uh, chandigarh it's it's quite a good journey the bus will drop you in 6 hours to dharamshala from okay. dharamshala you uh, you can take a cab they have cabs to dharamkot it's just 400 bucks for a whole cab so you can like go one person or four person and it's quite comfortable going there now that dharamshala have the ropeway which which has they introduce a ropeway so i guess there is a option for the ropeway till mcclodgans but from mcclodgans you still need to take a vehicle till uh, dharamkot got it okay. it's not very much but it's quite steep so trekking is suggested but i guess is not a cup of tea for everyone understand and are these taxis easily available from chandigarh airport yes okay and yeah. and what so is you... a taxi union thing and they don't like uh, they don't bargain much it's around 400 straight rates there okay okay they said straight rates okay okay got yeah. so let's talk about dharamkot now uh, when you went that uh, walk us through an itinerary so we went we went for the weekend so tell us about what you did on both days and what do we like travelers do when they uh, visit there in terms of treks in terms of activities and so on mm mm-hmm. So I went there for two days, but I stayed there for two months. So that's how wow. it happened. Okay. Because okay. I worked from home and the place was good. Wow. So I'll recommend few things. Is Therakot is a place where you can like feel your soul. It's so relaxing. Wow. The mountains are green. The air is fresh. There are very cute cafes nearby. So uh, okay, so I'll come to the itinerary first. So there are places like so the most famous place from Therakot is called Triun Trek. Okay. It's one of the yeah. most famous trek. Uh, it takes around two hours to reach two to three hours to reach Triun. If you are a avid trekker, if you are a newbie or just learning, it would take three to four hours. But it's wonderful. And if you have more of the trekking things, then there are uh, many more treks ahead of it, which is called Snow Line, okay. and that's where the Snow Line starts, and you can see the whole of the place from that place. You can. Yeah, you can uh, do tent. You can have to, you have get tents there. You can stay there and chill for a day, and just come back the next day. There's a disclaimer that in the rainy season, if you want to go for a trek, just be uh, aware because the roads are quite steep. So while coming back, they are quite slippery. Okay. Uh, my suggestion would be take a guide because the roads you may get lost in the roads there. There are a lot of woods, a lot of jungle, and it leads to some other part of the uh, mountain. So be safe, but it's a good place to go around. Okay. Okay. Secondly, uh, so there are few uh, cafes, uh, vegan cafes. If you are a, like a vegan person, there are few vegan cafes. I won't name them, but if you can explore the vegan cafes, they are lovely. The Lower Dharamkot has very cute cafes. 
okay. we have live music and lot of hippie guy hippies and you know a lot of people from uh, different countries come together create their own music it's lovely to be there in the evening time got it okay so what made you stay yeah. in dharamkot for two months tell us more about what made you stay for yeah so i guess the vibe of the place the people so basic so the place where i stayed was a hostel and like you know the hostels you know you share your bunk with a lot of people so you meet a lot of people of the same mindset and that tends to you know you have a bond with people and then you try to explore places with them you yeah. know they share your stories you share your stories and that's how you gel together and i guess that was the fa- that was one of the factor which made me stay there the second one was the nature Mm-hmm. it was lovely you know you can just walk around the small tiny village in the mountains and go to the different part of the mountain trek go down to the city or just sit on a stone and just relax you can see the whole view you can see dharamsala stadium from there right it's a okay, wow. beautiful yeah. view yeah uh yeah so that were a few kind of the thing few of the things which made me stay at that place it's just the vibes and i guess the nature i can like put it in two words wonderful Okay, coming back to the itinerary, uh, tell us more about what other treks are available. You mentioned uh, Thiru mm-hmm. trek, but are there any other treks that you can take from uh, Dharamkot? Uh, so, so Thiru is a start. So it's a smallish trek. After that, you have a snow line, yeah. uh, which is one more trek. It's like the double the length of Thiru, and uh, there is one more trek. I'll just get the name. Uh, I'm not sure. but it's it's a lovely trek uh, it's for uh, it's only for the people who are, are trekking regularly because you go to a height which not everyone is uh, comfortable with right so right. i can just tell this snow line there are treks which i haven't been so i guess i won't answer that all right there is a beautiful place called baksu waterfall so that's also quite a trek not a trek but uh, yeah you need to go through the mountains to a waterfall beautiful place wonderful and is that how how near is that to dharampur where you from where you uh it's it's 2 kilometers the okay. baksu waterfall it's it's quite good yeah wonderful okay so what else uh, could travelers expect to do there uh, in your idea uh so i guess third thing i would suggest them is to try the cafes so there are few cafes like sunset cafe it's around 1 hour trek from uh, dharampur it's like on the it's on It's, it's on the other way of Triun, where it's a cafe on the top of the mountain, and you see, you will see like you are above the clouds there, and you wow. see good sunset. Sunset is beautiful, I tell you. Any part of the uh, town you go, sunset is most beautiful thing. Cafe hopping would be the best thing you can do. There are a lot of big good bakeries, a lot of South Indian places. So there are a few cafes like Cafe Mogli. It's a South Indian joint started by my friend when I was there with him. Oh wow! Uh, it's a lovely place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that is one place. Then there are a lot of uh, cafes like Om Cafe. So these cafes are quite, uh, you know, they have the. So the food is like normal. The food is not very different, but the vibes, the people, I guess that is quite different. There are a few vegan cafes for people who have that taste, and that's how you sum it up. So that's the third thing. Fourth thing, uh, there are good places in Mclaurdganj. So there is a place for Dal Lake. It's not the one from Kashmir. It's from right. Mclaurdganj. It's a beautiful place, similar to Dal Lake, and there are a few more places like monasteries around the place, tea gardens. If you want to, you know, extend your stay and just go around on the route of Palampur, so there are a lot of good tea gardens. In most of the evenings, these guys have Indian, you know, musical cultural fest where they, uh, different uh, people from different 
interested part of the place come together with different instrument and try to create a music so this is very common in this place and every night you will find such kind of thing in the town it's amazing. very happening that's an amazing mix of itinerary with a lot of diverse yes for everyone yes. Now, one question I have, uh, Malay, is when I went to Bird Billing, uh, which is near Dharamsala, yes, October, and <laughs> a lot of the people there, and a lot of the activities there were inspired by uh, Tibetan culture, whether it be yes. the food or monastery. Is it the same <laughs> thing in Dharamkot as well? Uh, so, Dharamkot will find a lot of monks around, but uh, it's not much influenced by the by uh, the Tibetan culture because uh, Dharamkot is mostly influenced by the local Himachali culture. Okay. You'll find a lot of locals and people. They are pretty good. As compared, to, uh, if you compare that with beer billing, it's quite different. Uh, beer billing has a lot of Tibetan culture yeah. influence. It's very beautiful. I would say so I have been just been there two months back. Okay. But Dharamkot is a different experience in Wonderful. itself. Okay, great. So uh, coming to transportation, uh, you mentioned from Chandigarh you can get a taxi uh, or a bus, or let's say you go visit uh, Dharamkot. But when you're in Dharamkot. How do you travel between places? Like, uh, because you mentioned it's a small town, is it like yes. a walking distance or uh, what sort of options are available there? So you can walk down till Macleod Ganj. Uh, it's like a half hour trek down. Not a trek, but uh, a kind of a semi trek. But I guess I would suggest the option of getting a scooty or a two wheeler. It's the best option you can have because uh, scooties and bikes are available in cheap rate there, and you can just take it and go around the places. There are a lot of good places in the. 20 kilometer radius of the city. Understand. Okay, great. So, uh, in terms of other activities that that you could do, let's say if you set up camp in Dharamkot, you mentioned treks. You mentioned Macleod Ganj. Yes. Uh, are there any other villages nearby Dharamkot that you can explore if you're staying there for a long time and want to go on a day trip? Let's say. Uh, you can try. So basically, most of the people from Dharamkot. So there's nothing. Else uh, around the Dharamkot. This yeah. is the last village on the mountain. Okay. Uh, above that, there is treks and snow and mountains. There's nothing else. But you can go. So most of the people try and go to Palampur or Beer Billing, which is the okay. nearest place. Yeah. Or Dalhousie, which is a bit far, but that's uh, the only places they have. Other than that, you have Macleod Ganj and Dharamshala. Okay. And yeah, this is the only place uh, which are nearby. Okay, great. So you can a traveler can essentially combine, let's say, Dharamkot with Dharamsala, Berbiling, Palampur. Yes, 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 perfectly. Yes, yes, absolutely. Great. Uh, I would give a disclaimer if people want to visit Dharamkot is don't take take their personal vehicle to Dharamkot. Okay. Basically, cars mm-hmm. because uh, the roads are very tough to for a new rider. Bikes are fine. Uh, second, there is no parking space because it's a mountain and people have their own personal parkings. Mm-hmm. Thirdly, it's risky. So okay. just park. So there are good park, pay and parks in Macleod Ganj. Park your vehicle there and take a cab. That would be my suggestion to everyone who is going, who is willing to go there. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. So, uh, Malay, you went, you mentioned that it's Dharamkot is a small town with uh, about hundred hundred fifty people. Any fun experiences or uh, memorable insights that you have with the people there in your interactions or during a journey that you like to share with the travelers? Uh, yeah, uh, let me think of something. So I have been at this place for two days, like I mentioned. Yeah. And after the stay for two days, uh, there are a lot of people I met uh, on the way. So there were a few people from different parts of this country who are staying there from like last six months, one year. And I always thought of why would someone stay there for so long? You know, it's, it's a question, right? You can just go around any place you want. Why the Rampur? So most of them answer that it's a place you, wherever you wake up in the morning, you feel so fresh. You know, going around, 
people are quite good place is so good and it's not that expensive for people uh, traveling there so i guess uh, so most of my experience people were very positive about this place and whenever i wanted the help from the local villagers for anything people just came and uh, you know help us one of the incidents which i had was we me and my colleague uh, who had a cafe there called mogli he was looking for a place and we were just talking to one of the owners there and when we had a chat with him uh, the guy simply mentioned that i can give you my place because i feel you are the right person i don't need uh, anyone else to get it because i don't want money it's just the right person for me to give my place so people they are just need a good wife from you they don't need money they don't need anything else they are very much grounded and that's something i liked about the place amazing that's such a good story and uh... I think that gives comfort to anyone who's looking to travel there solo and make new friends. So that's uh, thank you yes. for sharing that. Thank so, Malay, tell us about the budget that you would expect someone to go to a Dharam Court for, let's say, let's say two days, and then combine that with other places around Himachal that we talked about. Uh, what, how much would you estimate a traveler to keep aside for this trip? So I do a lot of budget trips most yeah. of the time because I travel a lot. If you're traveling from somewhere around Mumbai, Bangalore, or other parts of the country, I guess flight would be one of the most expensive thing you'll have. Yeah. Other than that, travel is quite cheaper. So if I can just distribute things, is like you take around five to six thousand for a return flight from Mumbai. Okay. Apart from that, traveling to Dharamsha, Dharamkot is not that expensive if you take a public transport. Like there are good Volvos which take yeah. around thousand rupees per ride. Yeah. So basically, Chandigarh to Dharamshal will get around thousand rupees and four hundred for the cab till Dharamkot. Uh, stay if you're staying in a hostel, it's quite cheaper. It's like four hundred to five hundred bucks per night per bed, oh, which is oh. not that bad for you know travelers. Yeah. Food is cheap. Uh, food is not that expensive. If you go to fancy places in Macklodganj, like the Jimmy's cafes and all, they are a bit expensive. Uh, but if you go to regular places, uh, it's quite cheap. So on an estimate for a trip of four days. Uh, with flights and everything included, I'll estimate something around fifteen to twenty thousand. Okay, that's quite in the yeah, budget of a, a yeah. budget traveler or someone who's looking for a cheap trip. Yes, so that's great. Yes. Awesome. awesome. So, Malay, this is a rapid fire round for you. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions and let our listeners know more about you. Uh, first yeah, sure. is, what are the top? You mean we talked about a bit of what you could do in, do in Dharamkot. A lot of things from treks, activities to cafes. Tell us the top three things that on your mind are something that travelers cannot miss. Okay, uh, trek to Triun. Okay. Uh, visiting Sunset Cafe and visiting uh, Dal Lake. Awesome, great. Second question is: uh, As a traveler, what do you prefer, beach or a mountain? Mountain always. Okay, awesome. I think that's a given because we're talking about that. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. How about exploring a city versus exploring, let's say, a countryside? Uh, hands down, countryside. Awesome. Great. And your favorite food when you visit somewhere, when you travel somewhere, what's your go-to food, comfort food that reminds you of home? I guess the pakoras and maggis. Oh wow! Amazing. It's available everywhere, right in India. Yeah, yeah. I think you hit a chord because that's a popular food when anyone visits North mm-hmm. India as well. So that's kind of yes, a yes, yes, yes. Great, awesome. So Malay Dharamkot is in a marshal, which is in uh, which is quite an altitude when someone visits from the city. So mm-hmm. um, any advice you have for travelers that they could keep in mind when traveling to Dharamkot? 
not as such it's not that high that you'll no. have issues with your uh, like oxygen issues or other things yeah uh, i guess i'll suggest recommend if you're traveling in winter uh, you should pack up with good clothes and the the most important thing is shoe uh, get a good sports uh, shoes with a grip because okay. the place is on altitude and you need to trek a bit yeah not much a bit but yeah have a good shoe and uh, one more disclaimer if you are going to dharampur you should love dogs because there are a lot of dogs huge dogs they are very friendly but i guess people some people have that fear right uh, but it's a good place to go all right i think we've sent the dog lovers up to himachal yes 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 awesome so malay where are you traveling next tell us about your future plans and where you planning to go next so i just came from uh, brazil so i was in wow. sao paulo and rio yeah. uh, before that uh, 15 to 20 days back i was in himachal Okay. I was I did beer billing, Tirthan and Jibbi. Maybe in some other episode of yours, absolutely, I can give absolutely. them give yeah. the crowd absolutely. more about what I've traveled with the AI. Absolutely, would love. Future, I was. Uh, I'm try. I'm planning to travel Himachal one more time in the coming months. Uh, I'm not sure where, but I'll I'll just keep you in loop for that. Wonderful. I think you'll you'll be the ambassador for Himachal on the India Shula podcast. So super uh, excited. I'd love to. I'd love to. Yeah. yeah. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, Malay, where can travelers keep up with your adventures going forward and keep in touch with you if they have any follow-ups on this conversation? I guess Instagram is the best channel they can connect with me. Uh, yeah. If they want to know more about the places, I can give you my Insta ID. You can just put it up with your. Absolutely, uh, we'll put it in the show yeah, notes, yeah, and maybe anyone can contact uh, you. Yes, for- that would be great. Yeah, perfect. So Amale um, thanks so much for the coming on the India Chola podcast it was such a wonderful conversation to know more about your experience in Dharmkot and uh, your love for travel your passion for travel and i'm sure our listeners resonated with it and uh, really grateful and appreciate you for coming on the podcast and sharing your experiences i guess thank you rohan for giving me opportunity to present myself in front of your audience and if people will love what i have been traveling just that would be a great thing and i hope more people go to such an expert places and you know uh, help people out there to increase their uh, you know economy and how they should go absolutely very well said thank you so much malay and hope to see you again soon for another episode yes thank you so thank much thank you rohan thanks so much If you enjoyed my conversation with Malay, do let us know. We are on Instagram at the rate India Chalo. Tag us in your Dharmkot stories. Tell us about your experiences in Dharmkot. Tell us what resonated with the conversation with Malay, and tell us if you're planning to go to Dharmkot next. We love to talk travel all day, every day, and we love to hear experiences from travelers in their journeys across India. So let us know. We are also on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and do leave us a rating there. It helps us continue this mission of the India Chola Podcast and reach as many travelers as we possibly can. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode of the India Chola Podcast. Stay tuned.